welcome welcome back to <laughs> e undetermined um i'm your host m and listen my brain has been so scattered with what i want to do with this podcast guys okay like i want to talk about so many things and i just feel like it's a little everywhere right now but that's fine we're gonna figure it out for now i'm just gonna continue doing what i'm doing (laughs) um but anyway so i was recently thinking a lot about this because i personally went through a little bit of a funk with it um and that is about enjoying the journey the journey of life the journey of getting to where you want to go the journey of developing our self and our careers and our goals and everything like that so basically um i think that i sometimes can forget that in order to get where i'm going i need to have patience and i think a lot of times we can get sidetracked because of the world we live in it's so fast paced and we are just told that we have to work super hard never rest always on the go and we're pressured to figure out what we want to do in life right away luckily i definitely see this changing like especially with our generation i really do I really do see a shift. Um, It's definitely more acceptable to not go to college, to not have it all figured out, to do more creative things. It is becoming way more normal. Um, But it's not that easy. Like, it's, it's hard to sustain your life in the environment that we're in with the prices of everything. Um... You know, um, I personally experienced this moving out of my parents' house and um, living in a whole other state where it was very, very difficult to keep up. And I struggled a lot financially. And that made it really easy to really lose track of what really was important to me. And it just made me very focused in a in a negative way, I would, I would say, because I was more concerned about making money than doing what I love, and I was more focused on forming to fit the mold, um, and it just affected a lot of the way that I viewed myself, and I felt so behind everybody, and I felt insecure. It's not easy right now, you know, and our 20s are not supposed to be super easy. I mean, we're just figuring things out, right? So, that's where enjoying the journey comes in. I feel like ever since ever, (laughs) I've been on a journey to finally enjoy the journey. It's like I have, I've always struggled, honestly, with anxiety. I think that's a big part of it is uh, my head would always be future-based. I'm a very future-based person. Um, It's like, what's going to happen next? And where am I going next? I want this to happen and this to happen. And I was always like seeking external 
things to make me happy and I was always, you know, wanting to be somewhere other than I was and never really present. So then when I kind of started my spiritual journey, I learned what enjoying the journey was and that was mainly from reading The Alchemist, uh, which is like still one of my favorite books ever. Um, And in that book, it's just all about enjoying the journey of your life path and of your legend. And ever since then, I've been battling it in my head, you know? It has taken me a very long time to finally actually have that mindset. And the thing is, we will all inevitably get into a funk sometimes. Like, sometimes we can't enjoy the journey. Sometimes the journey is hard. Sometimes there's moments in the journey that feel like you're taking 20 steps backwards. So, it's not always easy. It's easier said than done to enjoy the journey, you know? So, today in this episode, I really just wanted to kind of talk about things that I do to stay present and to keep the abundance mindset and enjoy my journey and be happy where I'm at and be joyful where I'm at and be grateful where I'm at instead of focusing on other things to get me somewhere, like focusing on the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Before I figured out what enjoying the journey means and how I can do that, I was such a materialistic person. Um, I was just constantly worried about material things, having the best shoes, having the best clothes, because I really wanted to fit in. As a kid, I really just wanted to fit in, especially as I got to middle school. So, it really started in middle school because, and you know, everyone has that awkward phase, but I was bullied in middle school, so I was so obsessed with fitting in. And I just always felt so, I felt so out of place all the time. And so, I felt like to be, you know, fitting in, I would have to look like all the other girls and I would have to have all the shoes that everyone else has. And I remember specifically, like, I never, I hated sandals, but everyone had Tory Burch sandals. So, I fucking wanted Tory Burch sandals. Now, you would never catch me in them. <laughs> it was never my style. But I didn't care about developing my own self or my style because I was trying to fit the mold so that I wasn't bullied and so that people liked me and everything. Um, And that really set the tone for how I went forward in my life, for how I constantly wanted to grow up. And I, I just, I was never present because I was so insecure and not doing what I loved and just trying to fit in. So, ever since I came back to Arizona from LA. So this is major fast forward, but this mindset took me all the way through till I moved back to Arizona, which was only about eight months ago or nine months ago. Um, yeah. So the whole reason that I went to LA is kind of that mindset played into it. You know, there's a lot of factors, but that mindset really played into it because I was like, I have to go there. I have to go there because I have to get away from here. I have to go there because 
there's more opportunity there. I have to go there because if I don't, I can't do what I want to do, which none of that was true. All my reasonings for going. I'm so happy I had that experience, but I am just coming at you with the truth of the situation of why I moved there. It was very much an escape thing and very much a wanting to get ahead in life and feeling like I was so... I did not have any security in my life. And I think security a lot of the time, no, all the time, security comes from within and from community, I think. And so I just didn't have any of that. My, most of the people that I was around were not stable. The, my family life wasn't stable and mentally I was not stable or secure. So, that's kind of why I ended up moving because I was just so future focused and I was just not happy ever and I thought that I had to go do something about it by going somewhere but I just didn't want to look inside so LA really forced me to look inside and I know I keep talking about the same things over and over but this is just where I'm at in my life and these are the things that have severely influenced where I am at now and that's why when I talk about it it's because I'm coming from a place of that experience and yeah so when I moved back here it was very like my life got shaken up I mean I had to move back here for health reasons for the first month that I was here I was incapable of doing anything by myself I was bedridden I was crippled I was in and out of the doctor's office I had to be carried everywhere like I was going through it health-wise and so all my stability literally was swiped out from underneath me like absolutely I had no no sense of security anymore except for my family because I had to come back home and rely on them um but the friends that I had when I left to to LA I didn't have anymore um I didn't see the the friends that I did still have I didn't see them often at all um actually until recently so Anyways, my whole world was crashing under me. So much more happened in those couple of months that, like, the end of 2022 that I won't get into, but my life was really shaken up in multiple ways, not just health, but in multiple, multiple ways, and yeah, it was just a lot. So, I had to fight for that security. Everything that I thought I knew, everything that I thought I knew about myself, my whole, my whole entire world internally and externally and I was not (laughs) I was not positive in this these moments you know I I think that I definitely carried myself well but internally I was not I was not positive it was more an external like showcase of like yeah I'm good like this is cool but I'd have my breakdowns but like majority of the time I was just like yeah I'm okay but the reality was in my mind, I was like feeling, I was feeling like a failure for having to come back here. I felt like I had no creative drive anymore. It just so many things. And so anyway, I, I was not practicing gratitude. I was just, I was kind of like a walking zombie, but except I wasn't walking. (laughs) And then when I finally could walk again and my health issues were getting better, um, 
and I started walking, I was a literal walking zombie. I was disassociated. I wasn't doing anything with my time. I watched so many crime documentaries. I can't even tell you. I don't even remember half of them. I just binged and binged and binged, and that's all I did, and yeah, that is just, it's the opposite of enjoying the journey, right? So, anyways, something sparked in me. Basically, I remember one day I just kind of woke up and I was like fucking tired. I was like, I'm exhausted from doing nothing. I'm exhausted from my mindset. I'm exhausted from being a walking zombie. So anyways, I kind of started giving myself little inspiration. I was like, okay, let's try this. I, I started doing new hobbies. I had nothing else to do with my time. I wasn't hanging out with anybody at the time. I had deleted all my social media. I wasn't I was not preoccupied in any type of way, so I started developing new hobbies, and I started going on walks. I started reading again. Just all these things that made me find a new appreciation for my life, and I think that going through all that I went through and suffering certain losses that I had in my life made me realize how much time I was wasting and how precious life really is and I think that that really turned me around and where I was like enough (laughs) I'm not valuing the life I have and there's so many things I want to do and so many things I want to be so I started practicing gratitude every day I would write 10 things I'm grateful for I would journal like hell. Like, I would just write and write and write and write. I started going to therapy. Because of all the things that I lost, I had to really be grateful for the simple things at first. So, I would say I'm grateful for nature. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for a roof over my head. I'm grateful for the medicine that I took to get better. I'm grateful for my crutches that are helping me walk. I'm grateful for food. I'm grateful for my bed. I'm grateful for books. Like anything, the littlest things I would spread gratitude for. I'm grateful for the sunset. I'm grateful for the rain. I'm grateful for my pets. And I really became a minimalistic person. I absolutely stopped caring about all of it. I was like, all I want to do is just be creative, find myself. I didn't care about getting new clothes. I didn't care about, you know, what my style was yet. I was like, let me just be, sit with myself and everything will naturally unfold, right? So, it wasn't easy, but that's kind of where my mindset began to be at. I just realized that all those things I was worried about, the future, worried about fitting in with people, worried about how I'm perceived. None of that made me happy. None of that will make you happy. I have had moments in my life where I've been financially stable, where I've been just making it by just enough, where I've had to get help, and where I've had literally nothing, like, to my name. And the crazy part is I feel like the times I was the least financially stable was the more concern was when I was more concerned with being financially stable. So, it's interesting how when you're so worried about something, you get the opposite. It's like 
enjoying the journey really allows everything to just ebb and flow. It really allows your life to just go into this flow state where you are just so joyful and grateful of everything around you that it creates this abundance mindset where more can just flow and come to you. And the thing is, when things are shaken up a bit, you'll have that gratitude, abundance foundation that will help you go back, that will help you come back to yourself. So through just enjoying where I'm at and trying to be grateful about every little thing and deleting social media so I didn't have anyone to compare myself to or anything to compare myself to and just focusing on what I have, it has just immensely shown results in my life and I feel way more abundant than I've ever felt in my life before and I also have more confidence. I used to battle this dissatisfaction with my life by changing my physical appearance because I also wasn't confident. I I would change my hair all the time. When I turned 18, I got so many tattoos. I just one after the other. I got piercings. I would just always try to change something about myself in order to kind of shake up my life or to feel like there was some type of excitement or whatever and I was just not confident and I wasn't I wasn't okay to just be. I didn't know how to just be and be present and let things flow. Just being grateful and enjoying the journey and letting things just go into that flow state has brought me to a place where I know myself. I'm much more comfortable with who I am. With that being said, I definitely am not always successful at enjoying the journey. Um, I have had a lot of hurdles lately with my health and, and with my cat still missing. Um, It's just a lot of hurdles, a lot of external things that really had shake, really shook me up. Um, It kind of depressed me that I was getting sick so much while I was also trying to look for my, my lost cat and I felt so helpless and I started to feel like, what am I doing wrong? And just all this stuff. I started to feel like I'm not doing enough creatively and it's just like, we can't always go in a straight line. Like, enjoying the journey is enjoying the journey. It's not about a linear process. It's the ups and downs. It's everything. It's a fucking roller coaster ride. But but essentially, if we don't enjoy the journey, then it's we get burned out really fast. So these are just some things that I've learned to do um, in order to keep that abundance mindset and to keep enjoying the journey when it's really difficult. I would say the first advice that I have is if you get into this funk where you are just not enjoying the journey, you're anxious, you're worrying about the future, you keep wanting to change your appearance, you aren't okay with just sitting with yourself, you're worried about money, you're worried about the life ahead of you, you're worried about when you're going to be successful, whatever, my first advice would be to delete social media, honestly. And honestly, I'm such an advocate for a social media detox. And I'll always say it. And it's, it's interesting because I know, I know not everybody feels the same way. And I know when people hear that advice a lot, like, because I used to be this way too. If somebody would tell me to delete social media, I'd be like, okay, come on. Like, is there anything else that I can do? And there is, there is. But I think that at least for me, 
deleting social media was so beneficial and I'm not saying forever I didn't forever I have it now obviously um but if I didn't have that time without it I wouldn't even be where I am now and I think that uh, you'll surprise yourself if you delete it and go back to it six months later and you will be an advanced version of yourself I promise and I, I really think that it comes with a lot of surprises that people just aren't so sure about. Um, even just a break, like, for a month, like, I don't know. It's, I know how annoying it can be to hear it, but truly, I think that that is the most beneficial thing, the number one step to really getting into that mindset of enjoying the journey. And while you don't have social media, read those books, read The Alchemist, read The Alchemist. I promise you it will change your life. Yeah, that's just my my biggest number one advice. I'm obviously going to give more, but I know how offsetting it can be to hear delete social media and be like, but I don't want, like, I don't want to because I've been in that place before, but it really does help when you're in that little dysfunctional state um, of living. But, um, and then if you just are in a funk, if you're usually okay and you're like enjoying, and you're usually enjoying the journey and you're usually on top of it, um, and you get into a funk, then I would say during your funk, just delete it for a week, just a week, just a weekend, honestly. So then the next thing I would say is gratitude. This is definitely the number two. Maybe it does, maybe this takes the spot of social media deleting, of deleting social media, but, um, it is so important to practice gratitude, to wake up in the morning and literally say five things out loud that you're grateful for. I think that gratitude is so important. It significantly helps me. And it's like the little things, like I'll get in my car and I'm like, I am so grateful for this car. I love this car. This car is amazing. Uh, it's getting dressed and saying, I really love my outfit today. I really like how my hair is today. I really look beautiful today. I really look good. It's things like that. It's the simple, simple things. It's when you fill up your water bottle saying, I'm so grateful I have an abundance of water. It's taking a shower and saying, really meditating in your mind, okay, this is all the stress, all the toxic things that came at me today, rinsing off. Simple things that dramatically help. And then another thing that I would say is to ground yourself. So, my grounding ritual is always just going to the park, doing handstands in the grass, cartwheels, moving my body around, some yoga, stretching, journaling, and I'll usually do a sketch. I always bring my sketchbook and just do some art. It's about laying in the grass and just staring at the sky. It's about taking your shoes and your socks off and letting your feet touch the bare ground. Um, all those are just grounding rituals that I do, that has helped me immensely. I find that whenever I do that, I have a whole different silence and peace come to me and I really go back into my body and it really allows me to be present and that's really what it takes to enjoy the journey. You have to be present to enjoy the journey. Since that locks in your presence, it's really important to ground yourself like that. Even like going for a walk is grounding, but I would say it is really important to let your feet touch the ground, like bare feet. But going for a walk definitely does help too. My fourth advice would be to read. Um, reading really brings you to the present as well. It's all about, again, creating presence for yourself because when you're reading a book, you really just immerse yourself in the book. 
you are completely in it. Some would say you get the same effect with watching a show, but you really don't because watching a show doesn't require the same attention, the same focus, I guess. With reading, you're using only one of your senses. You're just using your eyes. And I guess you're talking to yourself in your head, kind of? <laughs> this is a whole other conversation because do y'all actually read and think in your head? Like, some people don't hear a voice in their head. I've heard that before, but I'm gonna, I'm getting off topic. But anyways, it really only you use one of your senses, your eyes. I would say again, like when you read, if you're in this funk, you can read fiction, like very well read fiction, but some books that definitely have helped me get out of these funks and to really remember to enjoy the journey and just kind of give me that spiritual guidance and reassurance that I need are The Alchemist. Again, I'll say it again a million times. The Alchemist, The Power of Now, Three Magic Words. Those are just three that I've, that have really helped me. Another thing would be to journal. Journal about how far you've come. Journal about where you were six months ago to now. Track that process. I think looking back on where we've been versus where we are now helps so much. Visualizing that progress that you've had, it's interesting because sometimes I'll have things in life that happened in the past that feel like a fever dream. Like LA kind of feels that way for me. It feels like a fever dream. And I would like to say that I was enjoying the journey while I was there, but I I wasn't really enjoying the journey. I started kind of getting better at it uh, when I was reading The Power of Now, but it was like a month before I hit all those health issues. So I never really got the chance. Well, I never gave myself the chance. But now when I look back on LA, it doesn't feel like I lived it. It feels like a different person lived it because I wasn't being present and enjoying it. And I think looking back in times of our life like that, it can really remind us to be where we are now and appreciate and enjoy where we are now. And listen, like, when we do become successful, when we do finally hit that goal of ours, when we finally do feel financially stable, we're gonna still look back on these days. Unless we make ourselves joyful and we practice gratitude and we enjoy our life at every step of the way, we're never going to appreciate those goals that we want to have. How I like to think of it is that the universe will always prepare you before it hands you something. I've experienced this firsthand and I truly believe it. Until you are fully prepared for what you want to receive, you won't receive it. That's the beauty of divine timing. And I think that's amazing because what is the use of receiving something or hitting a goal that you're not ready for? I would rather hit little failures here and there and then in divine timing get where I want to get before I get where I want to get and then fuck it up or not appreciate it. So then the last couple of things I will say um, is one, practice just being with yourself. Practice like, if you're somebody who changes your hair a lot, and I know some people just change their hair a lot, and it might have nothing to do with wanting to change how they look all the time for insecurity reasons. Like, a lot of people just like having different hair colors. That's that's a totally different conversation. But if you are changing your appearance, changing your hair, getting a new tattoo because you can't stand yourself, like, you can't stand looking at yourself without needing something to be changed all the time... 
the thing is you have to like these are things that are not bad things it's just you have to look at where the place that you're coming from with them you have to look at the place that you're you have to look at your mentality about it and that's really what I'm trying to get across so none of those things are obviously negative but if you are going about them in a negative way then that's not good so I would say that if you feel like you have to get that piercing because you just can't stand to look at your nose anymore and you just feel insecure about your nose and you just want to get this piercing because you think it might help I would say practice waiting it out practice self-love practice reciting affirmations in the mirror practice just being and that's it practice just being and I'm I'm also you know I'm all for doing something that makes you feel more uh, confident. Like, that's not a bad thing either, but it's just that if we're always doing something to make ourselves more confident, it's just, it's never going to end because it just, it comes from within. It's just, initially, it comes from within. The second to last thing I will say is to make sure you're doing what you love. Make sure you're making time for your hobbies make sure you're doing things you like to do. If you're not doing things that fulfill you, you can't enjoy yourself. I mean, it's impossible. This goes kind of hand in hand with having boundaries. Like, if you're constantly saying yes to people and helping other people and you're not focusing any time on yourself, that also makes it really hard to enjoy the journey um, and enjoy, just enjoy life and enjoy where you're at. That makes you, of course, want to be somewhere else all the time. My last tip that I would give is to make sure you are resting. If we don't rest, we get burned out. If we don't rest, we get stressed. Make sure you're giving your body the attention that it needs to keep going. It's okay to slow down. That is all I have for you today. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am really figuring out the logistics of this podcast. I have new podcast art coming soon. I'm changing the name soon. I'm really reamping this whole podcast. So I definitely will be figuring out where I want to go with this in the long run. Thank you so much for supporting and listening. As always, so much love for you. Bye.